Hello, and welcome to a special live freeform recording of an introduction <laughs> yeah. to Still Interested. A special announcement on, yes. the, uh, on the secret Broadway. Yeah, exactly. I am, as always, one of your uh, regular hosts. I'm, the, I'm your fringe premiere opening night boy, Ben McAllister, and I've left Jackson nothing to play with. Yeah, I guess I'm your insert uh, stage name, Jackson Yusuf. <laughs> yeah, okay, here we are. So, uh, this episode, uh, in case you're just tuning in and you haven't figured it out from the copy or the title or whatever is a rebroadcast of our Christmas live stream, which we never actually throw up in the stream. We didn't put it up in here. It was just, like, streamed live on Facebook. It is still live on Facebook. If you want to yeah. go check that out, you can definitely go still see the video. Uh, look, we're, we're, we're sorry we don't have any brand new content for you, but um, Fringe is on. We've got, like, a couple it's of shows coming up. Wild it's wild It's absolutely you know. hectic. So we figured, like, we never actually threw this in the feed. It was a lot of fun to record if you didn't see it. Like, probably a lot of you didn't necessarily tune into that live stream um so we figured it would be a cool thing for you to hear the audio so yeah we're talking about the 1967 boris karloff grinch movie yeah 66 66 okay le grinch uh in the original french of course yeah as the <laughs> as we did and the whole episode's in french as well so it's yes. gonna be a really wonderful sonic experience well, it's in french but if you go look at the live stream i'm doing sign language translations yeah. live yeah. in english sign language and i'm speaking english everyone else is in french yes yes exactly so yeah that's the kind of wacky yeah, Grinch that's the sort based, of stuff you, yeah, can, look, you can sort of expect from us at this That's point. what's on the stream. <laughs> um, yeah, so after we're done talking here, you're going to hear the regular intro, and then you're going to hear this episode that we recorded, this live stream episode, that if you want to go see the, the video, it's at Curio Network on Facebook. It's just in there in videos and posts somewhere. Um, the thing to note, I started recording the audio when we recorded the live stream, like 10 seconds late, so you missed Jackson and I introducing ourselves, and we come in like in the middle of Grace introducing herself, so don't be alarmed. But you can trust that, as usual, it was a very oh, yeah. good introduction. The, the quality of the introductions yeah. was similar to what you just exactly. heard. Exactly. Yeah, so impeccable. Yeah, it's absolutely flawless, you <laughs> might say. Uh, other things to consider, uh, if you haven't heard, we have two live shows coming up at the Perth Fringe World Festival. Uh, we're actually, literally, we're both wearing our fringe yeah, got suits. got our little lanyards on. Uh, we're, we're on our way out the door to the Fringe opening night party right now. So, uh, if you want to see Curio at Fringe, we've got three live performances of How to Win Loot and Influence Dragons next week, 23rd, 24th, 25th of January. That's one. Lazy Susan's, 9.45pm. All the details are on our website or on our Facebook page, so curionetwork.com or curionetwork on Facebook. Um, and also stay tuned in both this feed that you're currently hearing and the HTW Laid feed. Tomorrow, we're going to be throwing up a little audio teaser trailer for those live shows. So definitely check that out, get the details, come down and see us. Um, in addition to that, if you're interested in some other content, we are super excited to be live launching our brand new Curio podcast, The Uncertainty Principle, which is a science communication show. There are four shows, also live at Fringe, February 8, 10, 14, and 16 at Rigby's Bar at 6pm. That is going to be super, super cool. Um, stay tuned to the Twitter at Curio Network or the Facebook page also at Curio Network for more information about that. It's coming. Uh, or just Google The Uncertainty Principle Fringe. All the details are there. Um, anyway, this is way longer yeah, then, yep. way longer than we anticipated. Yeah, so I hope you've enjoyed the last three minutes, and I hope you enjoy <laughs> the next roughly hour. Thanks for tuning in. Sorry there's no new content. We hope you really enjoy this. Uh, yeah. yeah. Have a nice night. Bye. 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 In August 2015, Gary Newman and Dana Walden co-chairs and CEOs at Fox met with journalists to discuss the upcoming Prison Break reboot. When questioned about the reasoning behind rebooting this particular show, Walden remarked that people are still interested in these characters. And she was right. Prison Break remains one of the most successful library shows on Netflix. 
What is it about these properties that make them so ripe for being remade? A cynic might argue that it's the result of a tired system relying on fond nostalgia to gather as much cash as possible from a sinking ship. But what if it were something more? What if there was some intangible quality that couldn't be quantified? This show is about the search for that essence. This is still interested for Curio. That is a real Christmassy brooch. It's like yeah, a tree. <laughs> it's definitely there. You've also got those earrings going on. You probably can't see it. I, I don't know what the resolution's like on the old Facebook or Alive. But, it's uh, um, kind of a huge thing. It's just buying Christmas jewelry at Christmas and then only getting to wear it for like one week yeah, in the year. Just throwing it away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, the rain. You know what is exciting uh, is the fact that we're all here on... What I consider to be Christmas Eve, which is not actually the 24th of December, (laughs) but the eve of the 21st of December, which is, of course, the day from Paul Kelly's famous Australian Christmas Carol How to Make Gravy, (laughs) the 21st of December, the day. If you don't know what that song is, go listen to it and uh, be ready for a transportive experience. But I think that's the only fitting day for us to record our Still Interested Christmas special for the year. I would say so. I mean, hopefully, yeah, cheers. Cheers. We've got a special red drink for Christmas. I just revealed I'm drinking two drinks at once. <laughs> hey, hey, you know That's what? Internet crime. Might, <laughs> yeah. Might not be uh, only two if you yeah. Yeah, uh, keep your ears and eyes peeled. We've got a little special surprise coming for you. Oh, guys. We're here on the verge of the silly yeah. season. How are you all feeling about it? Jackson's back in town, by the way. I know. Yeah, we totally didn't address in, this. In some fun thing, uh, some fun news as well, uh, Sydney went through a hailstorm today. Oh, So I'm yeah. very pleased to be here in this, like, low 30s sort of cool, beautiful atmosphere like, fun as yeah. golf balls are pelting my companions <laughs> and colleagues back in Sydney. Yeah, right. Mm. Yeah, well, here we are, back in your home territory. It's good to be here. Enjoying the summer sun. Oh. Not sure if you can hear that on the screen, but there are police who are coming. They're coming, to, they're coming to bring you back to Sydney. <laughs> you've been not, you've been gone for too long. Uh, look, so yeah, Ben, what is the film that we yeah, just watched? Let's not fuck okay, around yeah, look, if you saw about this live stream earlier, either on the feed or on Facebook or something, you know that we're talking about that good, good 1966 original Boris Karloff classic, How the Grinch Stole Christmas, or its original French title, Le Grinch. Now I'm just getting, I'm just receiving a uh, hot bit of intel from uh-huh. uh, one of our fans on the show. Uh, we're currently sideways. Oh, <laughs> that's very so, fun! But well, thank you for this that. This is actually right. a famous Christmas prank. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Have patience, everybody. Right. We'll be right back. <laughs> Hey, we did it! Did we do it? Is it all good? Jesus Christ, is it real? Sorry, yeah, you love Scott Morrison. (laughs) No, that was an earlier joke that wasn't on the. the Oh no! Okay, hey, we fixed it. Hey, yeah, it looks like it's. Did we? It Uh, looks like it is. Hey, that looks okay. Based on yeah, we had a. It's a shame because everyone's probably coming in, not seeing. If you if you missed the first couple of attempts, you're not gonna understand. There was so much good. All the good jokes. Um, yeah. We talked about the weather, 
and but like you know, really, the good jokes, <laughs> like are really trademark, like yeah. sort of wacky style, essentially. We already did a whole bunch of interesting stuff before. If you're just yeah. tuning in or whatever, I don't know. We if did, I can watch, yeah, because yeah, this is still interesting. <laughs> it's a it's a Christmas film podcast. We're talking about the 1966 <laughs> movie The Grinch, and I think without further ado, we should probably jump right into our notes. I'm just gonna quickly do it. Ben McAllister, Chris Chavel, Jackson, you said here we are. Thank Ready you. Also, right. just real quickly, I did definitely thank Mark Zuckerberg when we first started. <laughs> Fuck you, actually. How dare you? I, I came out to bat for you. In what has been a hard year for Facebook industries, I came out to bat for you and you threw it in my fucking face. He betrayed I will never us. Forget it. Zuckerberg, you are you're our eternal nemesis now. You are, you're not, yeah. Okay. Anyway. All right. Well, now that we've got all of our grievances out of the way. Does anyone have any more they want to air quickly? I have yeah. more. No, we don't have time. Okay. We, don't have time. we wasted all my grievance yeah, time. Okay. All right? Yeah. Uh, let me just quickly delete my three pages of grievance notes. Okay. Hang on. Zuckerberg. <laughs> Scott Morrison. <laughs> just del- deleting them all. A little Christmas snack over here. Okay, well. that'll make for good audio. Okay, so <laughs> this movie came out in 1966. It sure did. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about our notes. The first note I have is the fact that Dr. Seuss needs fucking the coolest vanity card. You know how like vanity yeah. cards were definitely like, well, they're definitely a thing now, but they usually go at the end of movies. There's like. After or a TV show or something, he's definitely got the cat in the hat right up front. It's the first thing you see when you start this film. It's just a fucking picture of the cat in the hat. And he's just standing there and it's like Dr. Seuss Productions. Then we get the title card for the movie twice. We definitely get the title card, How the Grinch Stole Christmas. We then definitely move away and look at some of the people who are in the movie. Boris Karloff, fucking directed by Chuck Bass. Is he... Dracula, am I? He's definitely at least Frankenstein's monster. He's like a That's famous I mean, horror yeah. movie yeah, guy. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's like it's like a, a big vibe to have Boris Karloff like traditional Frankenstein. Is it, is it worth? Ver- and, and listen, I know we're only just barreling, but it feels like we've been doing this for like half an hour. <laughs> um, is it worth doing a quick? Where are they now? Just in terms of like, I mean, mm-hmm. not where are they now? But yeah, I, I think that the man has definitely, <laughs> definitely done in the grave. But like, just yes. a quick recap on who Boris is, because I feel like. They're kind of like acting like it's a big name, you know? They're very like, Boris rocks up a couple of times. I think it's like a pretty big vibe. I mean, Boris Karloff is definitely a pretty big name. He's like, he's in a fuckload of movies. I mean, I've got his filmography up here. He's in his first movie in 1918. So by the time this movie comes out... The movie that started World War I as well, which is pretty wild. (laughs) Ended ended World War I. But but, but, uh, it's a a good joke. (laughs) Happy 100 years. By the time... Yeah, wow, it is the 100 year anniversary of Boris Karloff's film career. So he's a he's Congratulations, a Congratulations, yeah, Mr. Karloff. Yeah. That's By the time this movie comes out in 66, he has been in the film industry for fucking 48 years. Yeah. Now that is an inordinately long amount of time. But yeah, he's like Frankenstein, he's probably Dracula, he's fucking like every villain under the sun at different times. He plays a lot of characters called the villain in various <laughs> movies. So. Look at that. That's like one year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He is definitely in seven movies in one year. He's he's pretty fucking famous. In fact, The Grinch is one of his last movies, following, of course, the seminal 1966 movie, The Ghost in the Invisible Bikini, which uh, <laughs> no. I'm not going no, to... Hang on. Yeah. Hang on. Hang on. What? Yeah, so... <laughs> the bo- ghost... It, now, is it a ghost wearing an invisible bikini, or is it a ghost inside an invisible bikini? 
Now, I look, you know, this is usually the time when I'd love to, like, dig in and speculate about all the fun invisible bikini stuff. Like, I've got three pages of notes about it. Of course, yeah. We've had three pages of notes on a 26-minute video. We've had to scrap scrap all my invisible bikini notes (laughs) because we wasted all that time. So, Boris Karloff is the narrator of this movie, How the Grinch Stole Christmas, in 1966. He's also playing the Grinch. I think there's something about that. I don't know if it's commentary. The fact that he is both the Grinch and the person telling the story. Slides right in well, and out. Because he narrated most of his films as well, like as part of his contract. <laughs> like he was he narrating, he was yeah. narrating Frankenstein and was starring as Frankenstein's monster, and so like he just did that throughout his career. Okay, is, you know, bold of him. I think. I mean, not enough actors have the guts to do that these days. I find yeah. that's like it's an like old... him and Russell Crowe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's wow. What a dig at Russell Crowe. Uh, so the movie definitely does start with a song sung by a bunch of creatures where they're basically just... <laughs> well, creatures is the only way to describe it. No, that's it. fair. I mean, if you've not seen this movie, they're called the Who's or any Dr. Yeah. Seuss thing. Like, they're just these mysterious creatures called Who's. And they're definitely... Uh, I mean, I know this is the first time I've watched this film. I've seen the Jim Carrey one, like, <laughs> a yeah. number of times. But, like... The Who's and the Grinch, like, they're definitely, like, same species. The Grinch is just a reskinned, like, Who, like, character, essentially. Yeah. Um, and we don't spend a lot of time with the Who's, really. Like, it's very much the Grinch. Yeah. Know, like, the Grinch stole Christmas. I, I know, and, like, the Who's get used in other Dr. Seuss properties, but it is definitely, yeah. like, his kind of, like, human proxy. But they're yes. not humans, but they kind of are. They're just, like, these weird, like, furry things that kind of have weird antlers. But the thing is that they are singing a song where they're just singing nonsense words, and it's just, like... I thought maybe it was Latin. I was gonna look it up. Okay. Huge. <laughs> <laughs> I love that you've thrown that in now. <laughs> so we... Okay. You guys okay, no, no, 50-50, because <laughs> oh, we don't have time to do it. <laughs> gibberish or Latin, what do you reckon, Ben? I reckon gibberish. I'm, I'm coming down hard on the gibberish angle. I'm throwing my head in with Latin. Okay, Huge. because yeah. they are definitely just singing the words Dabu Dores, Dabu Dores, Christmas, Christmas, Christmas come. <laughs> just like the most fucking ridiculous nonsense like, words. Maybe I never learned Latin, right, Ben? <laughs> Actually, embarrass me no, no, no. Facebook. I think there's a thematic reason why it probably is Latin. So I'm I'm jumping in on why okay. it actually is right. Latin. We'll look it up at the end okay. <laughs> if we have time. So it definitely is Christmas, I guess, as we are meant to intuit from this old timey ass nonsense singing that they're doing. There's these who's they're in Whoville. They are very rapidly decorating their Christmas town. Like they are not fucking about. They've decided they've got all like these gadgets that do it for them. Yeah, exactly. They have all these Christmas gadgets. They're like, oh, we've got to put the Christmas decorations on, and then just like throw a Christmas spear at the house, and it like explodes, and all these Christmas decorations come out. Which is, to be fair, I think highly remakeable. Christmas you know, gadgets? gadgets? Yes. yes. I love it. That has definitely got to be a point yeah. of remakeability for these movies. We definitely get a few looks at who we later learn is Cindy Lou Who, this tiny yeah. little blonde who, who is the protagonist, well, I guess, of the movie. I guess she's the she's antagonist. <laughs> Cindy Lou, the antagonist of yeah. this movie. So, yeah. like, if the Grinch is an anti hero, a Jackson, you went to NIDA. Mm. What, what's the opposite of <laughs> anti? Is it like the anti villain? I mean, like. You- I guess they'd still just be the antagonist, right? Like, yeah. Not the foil. The foil. Ooh. The heel. Cindy Lou Who's (laughs) making a face turn. (laughs) Dr. Seuss was, yeah, exactly. He was renowned for his use of wrestling technology. He's a big WWE fan. (laughs) Him and Ric Ric Flair used to do so much cocaine. (laughs) (laughs) If you're a WWE fan, well, Jackson's got you covered. Uh, Okay, so what's happening now? They just get shit done. They decorate their town very, very quickly. I, I'm impressed by that. Mm-hmm. Now, 
Immediately the narrator comes in and he's like, there's a town and there are who's, but also the Grinch. <laughs> also, fuck them off. Yeah, yeah like, well, <laughs> camera pans up Mount Crumpet to, to just look at, like, what he calls the Grinch. They're like, okay, the Grinch is a big enough cultural phenomenon now that, like, I mean, you, you hear... He's basically a religion at this point. <laughs> yeah. You hear the Grinch and you're just like, okay, the Grinch, I know what that is. But if this was, like, 1966 and you've never heard of this before, and just like, but the Grinch who lives on this mountain, I mean, that's a bold introduction. As an when author. did the book come out? Like similar time frame, like maybe a little bit before the movie, but not like presumably before the movie. Yeah. Yeah, well, definitely <laughs> before the movie, but not. I don't think it was like a decade. He, he just the thing about the Grinch that you have to know if you've not watched this movie. Do you have an answer for me? Nineteen fifty-seven. Wow, so, so like nine years? Yeah, okay. Yeah, right. Well, there you go. Now you've made me look the fool, <laughs> the Christmas fool. I mean, nine years is. It probably took them nine years to animate the twenty-six minute short, right? That, like, that yeah. is true. You know. The thing you have to know about the Grinch, if you've not looked at him, is that he is truly terrible to behold. <laughs> he's, he's an awful green man. He's all hairy. He's got crooked ass teeth. It's, um... He's way less sort of soft and cuddly. In yeah. This one yeah. So, so no, hang, on, hang, on, hang 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 on. I'm not talking about Jim Carrey. Okay, good. Okay. <laughs> because it is an opinion yeah. to watch the Jim Carrey film and be like, he's very soft and cuddly. <laughs> not one I would. Subscribe to you, Grace, but there you go. Full disclosure, Grace and I and some of our other friends did go in yes. cinemas to watch the Benedict Cumberbatch Grinch a couple of weeks ago. Did not cop. Not anyway. yeah. <laughs> It's okay. Other You're side of the country. But, yeah. yeah. No, look, there's things... Anyway, we're not, gonna, we're not here to talk about the 2018 Grinch. We're here to talk oh, about the... Oh, it's gonna night. come up. Oh, is it? Okay. Grace sure is already is. fucking prepared for it. It could be... Something I just want to like run through quickly as well is that like we're getting this... These depictions of the Grinch in Dr. Seuss's classic, like, trademark wacky style. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes, it's yes, like yes, his yes. drawings, right? One of, yeah, yeah. One of the ones that I pulled out was, it, like, the reason why he's so shitty is that it could be his head wasn't screwed on just right. Oh my god. Which I have to think with Boris Karloff as your, like, narrator yeah. is kind of like, do you think they were running through and then Chuck Jones, director of the film, was ah, like... thank you. It's gotta be Boris. I'm not doing the film unless we can get Boris. <laughs> yeah. Is that like a Frankenstein reference, are you thinking? Like, well, I mean, just a general horror vibe. But yeah, like, it's like kind a body of horror. Like Frankenstein, the thing that was like, like horrifying about it was that his head actually turned the whole way around, like yeah. full exorcism. Like oh, an they, exorcist. Yeah, they yeah, weren't yeah. cowards about it. Like, they showed <laughs> the head turning. Like, they could have yeah. just cut away. This is a children's film as well. So. I, will, I will say, a genuinely horrible Christmas monster. Is highly remakeable. I think mm. we've got to add that to our list of things if we're yeah. going to consider it. Definitely not something that was delivered on in the 2018 movie. Definitely wasn't. Something cuddly, as I said. He's a little bit too cuddly. He's played by the bim- the, bim- the bimble ditch. <laughs> um, okay, so we learned that his heart is two sizes too small. The Grinch, that is, and that's why he hates Christmas. He's here about Crumpet. Plot important. It's very important. It's probably the major turning point of the film. Is yes. the heart size thing? Surely that's a medical condition, though, and not something that the Grinch should be derided for publicly. Yeah, the Who's are terrible people. Imagine having a medical condition that your heart is too small and becoming like the symbol of Christmas hate. Yeah, for and entire... presumably being shunned to the mountain as well. Yeah, because, like. 
Like, the Grinch doesn't have this, like, elaborate, like, house or anything like no. that. Like, he's kind of just, like, been shuffled up there with whatever he can scrounge together. We don't really see anything of his living conditions. Mm. We definitely don't get an MTV Cribs Grinch vibe. Oh. Which we do in the new one. Sorry, I'll stop. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> there are extended scenes in the 2018 movie where we just tool, tool around the Grinch's house. The Grinch's crib, I, I will yeah. say the 2018 movie, I mean, it makes sense because it's an hour and a half long. As opposed to this 26-minute movie. And they haven't added plot. <laughs> because it is the exact same story. The Grinch goes into town, he steals Christmas. Spoilers, spoilers. Well, it's only backstory, but, but right? They've added an hour of Grinch-based fun. Maybe, maybe like, five minutes of backstory. Yeah, literally Interesting. Like, up and top. An hour of- because, and like, listen, these guys are coming in as like the 2018 experts. I'm very much the Jim Carrey <laughs> expert. Um, um, no, but like that... In life and also... Well, in, yeah. yeah, exactly. Um, me, myself, and Irene, incredible. Um, but the, the 2000 version is just kind of like... Yeah, it's a lot of backstory. Well, let's fill out an extra hour of this, and it's like, what if he was actually a who? And, you know, like, all yeah. that sort of Yeah, stuff. and he had a girlfriend, and there was a whole thing where she's a reporter, and uh. someone's investigating him. Anyway, so the Grinch has a dog. His name is Max, and he's a Christmas hero. And nice. the Grinch is kind of rude to Max, and that's very upsetting. Max is this cute little dog. He definitely does change how he looks a lot throughout the movie. Yeah, he gets cuter, right? Yeah. Yeah. Did you guys get that? Yeah, he definitely does get cuter. He gets, cuter. like, younger and cuter. Younger? Well, 100%. huge. <laughs> Tweet me. <laughs> Tweet me. Tweet me about the Grinch and how cute they get. So, okay, so, ba ba ba. The Grinch is definitely upset about the fact that the Who children are down in Whoville making a Christmas ruckus. Yeah, making noise, 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 noise. Because they have shade, Dr. Seuss, every but... instrument from the orchestra given to them on Christmas Day. Yeah, right? and I definitely want to know how the Grinch can hear children in the town up on his mountain. Is yeah. that loud, Ben? He definitely has. <laughs> you idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay, Christmas. way to step on my fun joke, which is where I was gonna say yes. He, he has super human hearing. Because it's like well, Thank you, thank you for yeah. throwing in a fun who joke, because one thing yeah. I wanted to point out is of these toys slash definitely just instruments and athletic equipment, all the who's are getting, mm-hmm. one of them is a who hooper. Yeah. And if you use that same naming terminology, like for example, a human bouncer or a person fl- like what we don't really have human dash like 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 objects you know what i mean we have like man stuff is that (laughs) i don't know i mean okay so we're getting ahead of ourselves a man cave in a way you know you know i mean there's there's there's, there's some that sort of stuff but i feel like not there's no instruments in the orchestra where it's like big dave's (laughs) horn (laughs) yeah the dave horn yeah exactly the daniel horn yeah okay but we are getting ahead of ourselves so the grinch is up on the mountain he's complaining about the children we pan down into the city and we get fun descriptions of all the toys and presents that the who's are getting now i am gonna say all respect to the memory of dr seuss and his amazing ability to create fun stories of course he definitely does have an easy job rhyming when all of the words you're rhyming are nonsense words that you make up he's like they've got yeah. gin jinglers garginglers who flubers and doo doobers it's like and we come spend on a man a lot of time like with these toys. five like full so minutes long. of a 26 minute movie just watching who children run around whoville playing with different toys and instruments yeah. Yeah. most of the instruments yeah, yeah. the, the word 
children, I think, is like sketchy at best. Like these yeah. like gremlins are yeah. <laughs> running around with their ungodly instruments. Yeah, making so much noise that a man who lives on a mountain far away is disturbed. Yeah, the tragedy of the Grinch. Like it's so sad. This movie made me cry. <laughs> Twenty six minutes of it. Okay, so I am definitely enjoying the fun imagery of it, though. Like it's easy to get caught up in all the words, but it is definitely fun yeah. to watch these Doctor Seuss illustrations you know of these weird little grandmas. Fun. What was it? Christmassy gadgets. Boom! Here again. All these toys. Yeah, yeah, really that's true. Down. Yeah, yeah, a yeah. lot of them are. And I want to introduce a new segment for this special Christmas episode yeah, called a delightfulness rating, which I'm giving this scene a B plus for delightfulness. <laughs> Thank you, well, fun children. Because then we go into the the feast, right? Before we get onto the feast, we definitely have my first title pitch, which is my favorite of their fun Who toys, which is the Great Big Electro Who Cardio Flux. Now that is, it was like a big bike that yeah. like four of them were riding and there's all these different like, it was like, it was like, yeah, like six or something like that. And they're all just like getting real jacked while playing music. And that's going to cause a ruckus. Yeah. You know, that- crazy kids are like, <laughs> doing <laughs> Doing all those exercises. Christmas teens. <laughs> now, you're definitely... You, you mentioned the feast, Grace, because we moved from the playing with toys into their Christmas feast. Which is still what the Grinch is complaining about. Yeah. yeah. It definitely He gets... hates the whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> I, look, okay, look. this is a, a spoiler, which I guess is the show. There is no element of Christmas that the Grinch likes. Yes. Across the whole thing. He calls yes. out every element and he hates them all. In summary, <laughs> Grinch does not like no. Christmas. If you want to put a few things in a pile, you put a Grinch over that side of the room... <laughs> Christmas over there. He literally. Put, if you had Christmas and the Grinch on a boat together, they would eat each other. Wow, eat each other. Yeah, that <laughs> Yeah, you know where the chicken's eating the seed and the seed is eating the chicken. It's horrifying. It's that fun. The seed eats back. <laughs> that fun math puzzle. Right. So they are definitely having their Christmas the feast and they're eating roast beast at their Christmassy feast and the beast is a feast for the who's. To enjoy, and the beast is here. It's just a yeah. lot of repetition. It's and, just yeah. like he's just really hammering the on the beast. Fact. Is the feast that the Grinch likes least? Like, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, the, get, yeah. You, you kind of get the you get the vibe, the right? Denier, we know. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the words "beast," "feast," and "least." He really just riffs on those three words and the fact that they rhyme for like five to ten lines of poetry. Yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because there's a feast, and at this feast. We see definitely a very, very fun thing, yeah, yeah. which is some nesting doll waiters. A dude comes over with a big tray with a cloche and pulls off the cloche, and there's a little man inside, and he walks over and pulls off his a cloche. A little who, sorry. Yes. That's very I knew that was called a cloche. I love yeah, it. Well, yeah, you know, well, yeah. Master chef. Um, <laughs> thanks, Network 10. And yeah. then there's like six of them in a row, and then the last one is very small, and under his cloche is a single strawberry. Single strawberry. And really, it's just a critique of the, the bourgeois. That's what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the working class who's. Six servants to bring one strawberry to Cindy Lou Who. Cindy Lou Who, that bougie bitch. The The antagonist of the film. Cindy Lou Stamp. Like, the Grinch is very communist. Like, like, he literally takes everything and then. And then you know what? They're all equal. Boom. It's an anti capitalist, anti Christmas story. Okay, I'm with you on that, Grinch. Mm -hmm. Uh, Okay. 
Uh, now we're back with the Grinch, I guess. We move from this strawberry dinner that Cindy Lou Who is having back up to the Grinch's mountain where we definitely do see Max staring down at Christmas Town with a big goofy oh, smile on his Max face. Wants to be there. He loves it so much. He oh. just wants to be there. Max loves Christmas and Big B loves Max. Now the Grinch <laughs> definitely does start speaking here and he says, I've been putting up with this for 53 <laughs> years. Oh. He is an old, okay. old Christmas hating man. But I love <laughs> like for 52 years he's standing on the mountain being like it's gonna get better next year <laughs> like this is the year cause it's not even like and this year was especially Christmassy it's just like it's like every yeah. year these who's okay. every, every year, year these yeah. who's with their ridiculous <laughs> bullshit I will they put won't... up with 52 years and not a year more they won't stop it so the Grinch <laughs> decides he has to get rid of Christmas somehow he he does that trademark horrifying Grinch oh my, oh my god I gave him an LVP for the maniacal Grinch that <laughs> okay, was I horrible to look at I didn't give the Grinch an LVP so what, what happens is it's like the the, again, the rhyme gets a little center. It's like, then the Grinch had an idea. He had a wonderful, wonderful terrible, terrible idea. idea. And it, it's like a zoom in on his face as his face like folds up into this awful, <laughs> yeah. like macabre the, expression. The gymnastics that that man's head can do from like yeah. twisting around and turning in on itself. It's like a genuine yeah. horror. I gave the animator who animated that sequence an LVP, which might, I guess, technically be Dr. Seuss if he drew it. It was Steve Grinch. <laughs> 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 yeah. Oh, also, we skipped over the fact that I gave those um, nested waiters my MVP nomination. Oh, that's yeah, nice. Because nice. they were cool. But now that I know that... They, well, they're the working class that the bourgeois who's are yeah. exploiting. Yeah, so, so, okay, that's okay. We can support them. <laughs> no, um, I thought you were going to say, now that we know that the working class <laughs> LVP. Hey, no, no net, right? <laughs> okay, so the Grinch decides his plan is he's going to pretend to be Santa and he's going to go steal Christmas. I mean, you know you know what it is. You don't even need to have yeah. seen this. You know what happens. He goes back into his house. He snips up a bunch of red cloth that he definitely has. For and we get reason. You're a Mean One, Mr. Grinch, playing. Yes, Huge. that fun, fun song. Yeah. You're a bad one. And honestly, yeah. most of the film, in a way, is this song and riffing yeah. on this song. Yeah, different elements of it. Now, definitely the the, the various things that the Grinch is compared to so get good. very outlandish. Yeah. <laughs> there is definitely one point in this first iteration of this song where the Grinch is called a bad banana with a greasy black peel. Yeah, or like at one point it's like... You've got garlic in your soul. Yeah. What the fuck is that about? I garlic. Think, yeah. Good ingredients. Hey, you know what? I stand with the Grinch. I've yeah. got garlic in my soul. <laughs> yeah. I can't get enough of that good, yeah. good stuff. No, it's true. I want to yeah. dice it up and fry it in a pan. Make a tasty sauce out of it. Sorry, we're getting a little <laughs> off topic here. Maybe. No, throw I wanna, out your garlic notes. We don't have time. I want to throw it in the okay, and like slow cook it. Yeah, yeah, hours. Hang on, I'm gonna delete. Make it some sort of like delicious garlic jelly. Yeah, page of garlic notes. notes. Oh, I don't. Do you have a favorite thing to do with garlic, Grace? Do you hate garlic? I would like crush it and put in some pasta. You know, mm, as like, like a little ravioli as like a, a mean surprise. <laughs> <laughs> so one person has the garlic ravioli. <laughs> That's pretty Grinchy, Grace. Okay. <laughs> So, a bad banana with a greasy black peel? I think that's going to be the title of this very episode. That's pretty good. Maybe, maybe, who knows? We'll find out. that's not this movie. Well, 
Is it not? It's, it's definitely in no, this and, movie. I know, I mean, it's not an accurate <laughs> description of the yeah, I, I added that line, I'm sorry. Uh, okay, so he decides he needs a reindeer to go down into town, right? But there's no reindeer around. Now, if you watch the 2018 Grinch movie, there is a 20 minute segment oh where Lord. he goes out hunting for reindeer because they just had to add filler content. He makes a new reindeer friend. Yeah, a big goofy reindeer oh. boy. In this case, he just gets Max, his cool dog boy, and he ties reindeer antlers to him, but then they're too heavy and they're weighing Max down, so he like saws off all the nubs on the antlers. So Max just has like one single reindeer antler. MVP to Max for everything he does. <sighs> he enti- he's the silent investor in this whole <laughs> endeavor. Like literally, yeah. the Grinch is like, "I want to do this," and Max is behind him he's every there. step of the way. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's also definitely the embodiment of the working class because he does yeah. all of the hard yes. work when yeah. it uh-huh. comes to Christmas robbing. And he has like a little red star on yeah. his coat and that sort of thing. He's like yeah, wow, he's like a comrade. Yeah, yeah, okay. Comrade Max. Yeah. Comrade Max. <laughs> Big vibe. Uh, okay. So now, where are we? The Grinch ties the reindeer head onto Max. Yes. It's a very iconic image. Like, how many times have you seen that? Like, a dog with a single reindeer horn? It gets used a lot. And it's a reference to this movie. Just, you know. You did it, Max. You did it. Yeah. Max. Change Christmas forever. Max is history's greatest hero. <laughs> as evidenced by the fact that the Grinch wants to go and he's like, Max, yeah, and Max yeah. nimbly prances through the oh, air. No. Lands in front of the wagon and starts yeah. pulling it down the mountain. So keen to destroy the bourgeoisie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, Max is like, here I go. Yeah. Me, Max, the working class. Here we go. Eat the rich. Oh, I'm Max. <laughs> in this scene where they're running down the mountain, Max becomes really like roadrunner. He just keeps on oh, hovering huge. in the middle of the, ne- the air, and he's just like... Are you saying <laughs> they should sue Dr. Seuss? <laughs> or, or Dr. Seuss should sue Looney Tunes. Surely Looney Tunes came back. Look, we d- no, one's, <laughs> no one has any way to There's know. There's no net. No, we can't do dates. We can't Throw the out. dates out. Yeah, okay. So we literally now just get like a probably three to four minute just wacky sleigh montage where like they're riding this sleigh down the mountain. Yeah. Max is pulling it, but then it's going so fast he doesn't need to pull it. So he's riding on the sleigh with the Grinch, but then ultimately he is pulling it because he's like turning it and stuff. They go upside down. They're flipping all over the place. Gotta say... A wacky sleigh montage, highly remakeable. Yeah. I think if you were going to make this movie again, yeah. you might use it. And you might, in fact, make 20 minutes out of it. Because <laughs> you needed to fill an additional hour of content. <laughs> so, you know, that's definitely something they did. Uh, at one point, the awful thing is that he does seem to be wearing Max like a pair of pants. Like, they end up in, like, Max oh, gets God. pulled up onto the sleigh, and Max is, like, all tangled up in him, and he's, like, pulling him off his legs. Now, yeah. it's about to get a bit home alone. Yeah. Um, because... Or not alone. Oh. Because coming through the front door right now, it's my girlfriend and housemate. Ruin oh, the surprise. My Lily housemate. Oh, my housemate's here. Lily! Hey! hey. Welcome to the Christmas live stream. You're on candid camera. Yeah. Yay! <laughs> As you were. <laughs> well, thank you very much. Um, okay, so where are we? They're heading down into Whoville now. It's all a little bit wild. I don't know. I've lost my place in my notes. Somebody take over. Well, one thing I want to get to is that, like, we get to the first moment of uh, the Grinch stopping past a house, sort of like yeah. spooking his way really inside. Old-fashioned, like sneaky, sneaky. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He definitely does yeah. prance across the screen, yeah. holding a little and bag. Max follows him immediately, holding the ladder. Yeah, MVP. Uh, yeah, yeah. Wow. Because I mean, like, 
all they have are sacks and ladders, whereas those <laughs> fucking, like, filthy capitalist pigs, they've got all these Christmas gadgets. And so, like, the Grinch has to do what he can. Yeah, it's funny, actually, because definitely... Alright, I, I, this will be the last one, I promise. In the 2018 Grinch movie, <laughs> the Grinch is, like, an amazing engineer who definitely right. does yeah. have, like... Hundreds of Christmas-themed gadgets that he used to steal presents. He has right. a new got, one like, for every present he steals, yeah. and they all do the same thing. Yeah, they all take presents, but they're like specialized present-stealing right. things. It's his creative outfit. He has a out. big robot that he rides through town that just like puts a suction cup over chimneys and like sucks. Is up that the, the only one he uses? No, suction this is the point. That's- the Jim Carrey one as well. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. Was, yeah, a little bit Maybe of there was a bit but, of like, creative license. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but you surely, like, just use... If you have a giant robot that can absorb all the toys... This is my point. It's like, yeah, why does he then... Efficiency. Why does he then need to go into individual houses and, like... I guess that's yeah. how he gets his kicks, you know? Yeah. It's, you know, so it's, you're suggesting it's... Yeah. yeah. Yes. And the less said okay. about that, the yes. better. <laughs> <laughs> uh, speaking of fetishes, uh, I wanted to know if... <laughs> I, sp- I went back to my notes and I like, missed the whole exchange and I was yeah. very lost. I wanted to know if okay. this scene where the Grinch is going down the chimney and definitely nearly getting stuck is anyone's fetish because it was very visceral. Now, when like, you say no, are you anyone's, asking yeah. people to call in and speak <laughs> yeah. to you? Okay, I'm going to hop onto the comments. <laughs> no, that no, no. is anyone's particular fetish. Just let us <laughs> know. I don't um, want to hear about it if it is. No. One of the, um, the beautiful things we get here is the word Grinched. As a verb? Yes. Yeah. As he gets into the house, he's like, ah, oh, I'm going to steal all this shit. He grinched. <laughs> Which is, is definitely pretty... Yeah. Un- I mean, look. Yeah. He pulls out a magnet at one point and uses that to suck up all the uh, all the nails holding like the stockings to the wall. Yeah. Fun bit of magnet technology. He's the, at least trying. No, the best one he does is he pulls out a cane, chalks it up. Yep, yep. Little punts a... What do you like call it bauble? when you... Like a bauble? A Christmas bauble? Yeah, but what do you call it when you... Like pool. Like... Like a cue ball? What are you trying to say? Like, what, what's the action cube? code of, like... Oh, shoot? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he definitely does shoot pool with baubles. Yeah. And he does shoot one, and it jumps up into the tree and knocks all the other baubles down out of the tree. And then they slide down out the gutter and into the bag. He's yeah, the greatest so pool player of all time. The gutter yeah. definitely does connect to... Oh, it's not a gutter. It's like a mouse, mouse hole. hole yeah. They go into, like, a mouse hole and then immediately out the gutter, out into a, a waiting max bag. Man, it's just a real shame, because if the Grinch was alive here and now, he could just make a, an array of those viral videos where people set yeah, things up. Yeah, like a dude perfect video yeah 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 yeah, 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 yeah. Life. yeah that, good? exactly yeah. Like, hey guys welcome back to grinchviews.net that's my website i'm the grinch here we go again <laughs> he just does pool tricks now i had here this film just loves to lean on this good song and yeah. it's a great song but we're back for our second dose the fun versions of this time are you're a bad one mr grinch you have termites in your smile something something about him and a seasick crocodile and then he definitely does say, given the choice between you and the seasick crocodile, I'd... Uh, and he pauses, like he's yeah. just improvising. He's just having fun with it. Boris is just kind of like, fuck yeah. it. Like, it's not it's Boris, like, dude. Boy, the song... Okay, uh. this is the thing I wanted to get to. So my Where Are They Now was for the person who sings these songs. I looked it up ahead of time. Don't worry, I'm saving you some energy. It's definitely sung by a man named Thurl Ravenscroft, which is amazing. No, that's a made-up name. Yeah, I mean, whether <laughs> it's a stage name or not... 
He definitely Has he done anything else? That sounds he's, kind of familiar. Grace, he's done a lot of things. Yeah. So he's most famous for being Tony the Tiger from the Kellogg's Frosted Flakes commercials. Well, I wouldn't have known Yeah, that. no, you probably wouldn't. He definitely is also an original voice in a lot of the Disney World, like... Uh, rides? Like the rides at Disney World. Right. He's like in there in Pirates of the Caribbean, in Space Mountain. It's, it's so this when you guy. said he's done a lot, you just mean quantity-wise. <laughs> well, yes. He's also definitely, he's also definitely in the Rankin-Bass Lord of the Rings and The Hobbit and stuff. Like oh, he yeah. totally is in those like original shitty animated <laughs> Hobbit bury the lead there. Then. Yeah, look, you know, that's how good journalists do it. They exactly. bury the lead bury underneath the lead. miles and, and miles of goo. At the end. So yeah. who was he in... Lord of the Rings. Uh, I don't know, Grace. I don't have that information in front of me. Do you really want to? You really, all right, look, I'll just fucking work that. Way. All right, vent like, for me, guys. <laughs> Let me look it up. Well, one thing I um, wanted to focus on is that the Grinch is definitely uh, abused and mocked for being the king of sinful socks. Oh, is that a thing that we hear about him? <laughs> yeah, which is just like. What do you think sinful socks are, then, guys? Well, listen. I said that the, <laughs> that lyric, and then I was like, kind of regret throwing that out there. Um, it doesn't sound good. No. Is the thing. Um, I like maybe it's someone that's worn their socks for a number of days in a row. There you go. Okay, so Gross. in in both Gross. the Hobbit and the Return of the King, uh, Phil Ravenscroft definitely does play goblins. So <laughs> <laughs> I think that tells you everything you need to know. Good job, mate. Uh, yeah. His um, his last two movies that he did definitely make were The Brave Little Toaster to the Rescue and The Brave Little Toaster Goes to Mars. I'm so just getting lazy. If you like the guy singing this Grinch song, no, you should like definitely it. go watch The Brave Little Toaster um, Goes to Mars. Now, anyway. I will say, whilst the Grinch is stealing things, he does seem to have some kind of ability to locomote along the ground yeah. like yeah. a slithery like snake. A and I definitely, definitely hate looking at it. Yeah. He also definitely at one point, so he moves from presence basically um, at a certain point and rolls on through to the feast. That yes, he likes least. He okay, but before we get that, sorry, we have to go to the worst thing he does, which is when he's broken into a home. He's a home invader. He does go into the children's bedroom and just yes. kind of stare at them all while they're sleeping. So we don't usually do this, like give an LVP to the like primary antagonist, but I have to give the Grinch an LVP for that. That it's is not just that he's staring; he is so happy to be yeah. there. Slow on film. Yeah, it's it's very hard to watch. Yeah. Like breaking into houses and stealing Christmas is one thing. <sighs> That's entirely another. Yeah. Grinch bad, I think. Is, yeah. Look, you know. Grinch is look, bad. Hot take. Grinch bad. <laughs> I'm, I'm sticking by it. I'm happy to stay. Yeah, Grinch, Grinch is bad. So then, sorry, Jackson, you, you were speaking of a feast, I believe. Well, um, basically, like, the Grinch is like, not only will I rob these people of their, or liberate them from their toys and gadgets, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, he also decides to liberate them from their gluttonous feasting. Um, and he's pulling out, you know, the roast beast that he uh, likes least and all this other sort of shit. He definitely pulls a can of Who Hash yes. from the fridge. And i got to say, like, like, Mr. and Mrs. Lou yeah. Fuck yeah, dude. dude like, Alright, like, it, on Christmas Eve, you crack open a tin of Who Hash. <laughs> 
I wasn't even going there. I was thinking, like, if we had a food product called man hash, or, like, human hash, you'd be like, what is it? What is in that? It's made of uh, Yeah, yeah. definitely going to bust open a can of human hash yeah. at my Christmas feast. <laughs> I do not think so, Sam I am. A boom. Oh, Cross-promotion mm. for Dr. Seuss. Very good stuff. Yeah, yeah. Thank Very you. Good yeah. stuff. Cat in the Hat Productions. Welcome back. What um, is that one? Green eggs and ham. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, I think. Very, very yeah, good. Exactly. So, all right. He definitely does steal. He steals all the hoo hash. It should be a crime. But after he's done stealing the hoo hash. And, um, but also, in the song, if there are three words to describe the Grinch, it is stink, stank, stunk. Yeah. Now, I don't know about that. Yeah. <laughs> it's definitely not very original. They're like, oh, the three best words for the Grinch. Stink, stank, stunk. So stink, stank, stunk, title pitch, maybe, I don't know, maybe there's something in there. Anyway, um, I'm just going to leave you two to vamp, and I'm going to come back with a Christmas treat. Christmas surprise. Okay, there's a Christmas surprise. Not, I don't know why we're acting like you should be surprised, because it's not for you, it is for Uh, us. Is this like a real dick move? No, no, I don't think so. No, just, just do it. All right. You're about to watch us. Enjoy something. Yeah, okay, so, okay. Basically, the Grinch is stealing all this shit, and who comes into the room while he's stealing the Christmas tree? Why, it's who? Cindy Lou Who. Indeed, yeah. it's that little blonde girl, and she's like, Santa Claus, why are you stealing our tree? And the narrator chimes in and he's like, the Grinch was so clever, he thought up a lie and he thought it up fast. Just now, really think it up fast, that is right? not borne out in the text. No. What we definitely do see is the Grinch standing there doing this. <laughs> For like 15 seconds, and then he's like, oh, I've got a, I'm Santa, and your tree's broken, so I'm taking it back to the North Pole for repairs. Like, yeah, okay, Grinch, whatever. Now, I will say this, the man fooling the child and sending her off to bed, delightfulness rating? It is a D (laughs) minus. That is not delightful. That's the lowest rating I've ever given out in one of these movies. I think it's, um... Anyone has ever given a movie D minus. Yes. Now, he definitely does when he takes the tree. He describes what he's going to do with the tree as stuff up the tree. Now, he is referring to stuffing it up the chimney chimney, for, like, it to come out the top. But I prefer to think of it in a very literal sense. Like, he's, like, a real Australian. And he's like, yeah, I'm going to fucking stuff up the tree. And then he's just fucking it up, like, knocking shit off it. Do people not say that in other countries? I don't think stuff it up is like I don't know maybe let I don't us know, know. <laughs> yeah if you're an international friend it's probably not a good time for you to be watching live Facebook because it's either midnight if you're over east or we really didn't think this through they can no, watch it's the middle of the day in like Europe yeah but over east where people listen to this podcast yeah. live sorry guys yeah hopefully you can watch it after it's a great fact. time for us yes, so just exactly. like think of it bigger than yourselves yes exactly so he definitely does steal the log out of their fire when he leaves yeah it's which a low blow. Is, yeah very very cold um just to skip ahead they definitely reuse a lot of animations because this was the first house by the way all of this we've described is the first house he oh, robs yeah. and right. then everything else happens very quickly in like montage form he slides around a bunch of houses he crawls in and out of chimneys which leads me to my only two goofs for this movie. Now, this Wait, is important. On. Jackson, you're missing the goofs. Jackson, you're missing hey. the goofs. Listen, I can still hear. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still participating. They can't see I'm, you. I'm like the live stream at home. Okay. Yeah. The narrator definitely does state that the Grinch got stuck in the chimney only once, but the animation of the Grinch getting stuck in the chimney is used multiple times. That is a definite goof and lazy animators reusing their footage. So you know what, Chuck Bass? That's the guy from Gossip Girl. 
Is he also the guy who directed this movie? Chuck Jones! <laughs> Chuck Jones? So I'm thinking Rankin Bass who made Christmas movies. You fucked it up. The other goof is definitely at one point the the Grinch does like a fun like fucking slide along like a, a bit of wire holding a bunch of wreaths yeah. and knocks down all these wreaths for Max to collect. And the number of wreaths hanging on the rope between the houses knocked off by the Grinch is not the same as the number of wreaths passed to the dog. So you know what? Inefficiency. Some wreaths lost along the way. Yeah. Alright Gracie, what do you got? Uh, I got... He's running away with the sled and he says poo-poo to those. Okay. Very good notes, Chris. <laughs> Jackson's back with the eggnog! We made eggnog for us. Thank Sorry. you. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> to be fair, when I posted the link, I did say BYO eggnog. So if you didn't have any... Yeah, that's on you. Oh, that is some fucking premium eggnog. Thank you. Three cheers for oh, eggnog. God. It's delicious. It's fucking good. This is the first eggnog I've ever had. That's wild. That's I refuse to drink anything else. incredible. I very nearly did a spit take on you just now. <laughs> <laughs> but you couldn't waste that premium nog. That would be a very bad spit. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dear. Okay, we're getting towards the end here. Okay, so he loads up all the shit. Okay, one more thing. One more thing about what one the Grinch more. is doing when he's robbing the houses. He's definitely stealing a camera, which I guess was a Christmas present. He rips all oh, the yeah. film out of the camera and puts that in his bag, and then puts the camera in the bag, which is like, yeah. why? If you're stealing it, just steal it all in one piece. It's like he knew that he was gonna have a change of heart and bring it back. Spoiler, spoiler, spoiler. spoiler. <laughs> yeah. Uh, cut that. <laughs> yeah, turn this into crazy. Um, Good thing we've got that 30-second delay. We'll just, like, jump back <laughs> and just cut that all out. Now, yeah. did you... Like, listen, I was paying attention. I was focused on Nog, though. Did you cover the light bulbs? No. Here's the thing. Grinch hates Christmas. Hates feasting. A bit of a dick. He definitely steals the light bulb from a house. For me, that goes from him hating the Christmas event and everything about it to being like an just a burglar. deviant. Yeah, just a burglar. That's, that's yeah. horrible. I mean, that's just crime. That's because like, he, he, I mean, it's all crime. It, I mean, okay, <laughs> fair. Of course. <laughs> it's not like there's like it's not like maritime law or something like that. No, Christmas law. Yeah, Christmas law. Exactly. Special, yeah. special Christmas theory. Yeah. Like, if you manage to steal everything on the night before Christmas <laughs> whilst dressed in a Santa suit, like it's fair game. It's so Without fine. Any light like, bulbs. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but you take the free, light bulb. Yeah. Oh, that's like how they got Al Capone. Like they can't, they can't nail the Grinch because of the Christmas crimes that he did. But he stepped beyond Christmas jurisdiction and stole a light bulb. Yeah, he stepped outside. Of, it's like the Christmas purge period or something. I don't know. If we had a net here, we'd probably riff, good riff on this purge yeah, thing yeah, yeah. for like maybe ten minutes. Cut, but... Record a few days later, cut some stuff up, throw it back in. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. we don't have that. Luxury, the right? Magical podcast. Yeah. Yes, indeed. <laughs> okay, so he definitely loads everything up on his trailer, and he's like, "All right, Max, let's get out of here." Considering Max had a hard time pulling the sled down, down? the hill, yeah. and now it's full of literally every item out of every house in Whoville. Max is incredibly powerful. He steps up to the plate. He fucking pulls this whole trailer up the fucking mountain. Up ten thousand feet, it was vertical. Like, yeah. straight up! He pulls it directly uphill! It is incredibly impressive! He's, he's a hero. And, like, <laughs> it's the strength of the working class through <laughs> his canine veins. <laughs> so, alright. So the Grinch gets up to the top of Mount Crumpet with his load to dump it. Thanks, Dr. Seuss. Very good rhyming. Nice. Uh, and he definitely does then proceed to listen. 
because he's like, oh fuck, the Who's are all waking up. It's time for them to. It's time for them to see that all their shit's missing, and they're all gonna have big tears. I gotta hear this. So he stands there with this precariously balanced sled full of Christmas shit, and extends his superhuman hearing that we know he has from the beginning of the movie. Yes, it was a callback. Like that was a setup. The idea of him hearing noise, 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 noise from the kids was important because it set up his ability. It was really important. It's plot important, like the heart size thing. And you guys doubted the Grinch. <laughs> he definitely listens down into the into the Whoville and he hears what's that? The Who's without all their Christmas shit? They're still singing a Christmas song. They've gathered in the clearing and they're just singing away. The Who's don't need clap tranglers and smendlers and all kinds of jibblers and jobblers, as Dr. Seuss likes to point out. They're just happy having Christmas cheer with each other. When there's a hand to clasp. Yes. Now the thing is, I love this, I love this whole spirit and idea. I think it's actually incorrect. Because there's not even a single moment of surprise from the Who's. They literally don't care at all that everything has been stolen. What they definitely do, though, is stand in a circle, arms linked together. They chant in Latin, yes. and they summon okay. a spectral light. I'm glad we got that here, is yes. Christmas. So they definitely have some kind of occult ritual. Yes. Because as they're joining hands singing their song, they do conjure a star yeah. that grows bigger and brighter and flies up into the sky. And the Grinch is like, oh fuck, Christmas came. And it's like, so that's Christmas. Like, yeah. it's, we assumed it was the holiday, but for the Who's and the Grinch, Christmas, Christmas is their god. Christmas is their god, <laughs> and they summoned Christmas, even though he tried to stop it. It was just the ancient ritual. He thought that they needed all of these baubles for yeah. their ritual, but really all they needed was their own fucking superhuman powers yeah. to summon a Christmas god. Yeah, wow. I don't, yeah, okay. Yeah. That all being said, the Who beholds. Sorry, the, who, the Grinch does behold the face of Christmas God. Is he the Who? Thanks, Crazy. (laughs) (laughs) He definitely beholds the face. (laughs) He might be, I don't know. It's it's a lot of film to do. It's 26 minutes of film, it's hard to keep track. He sees Christmas God and he has a change of heart, right? He learns a Christmas lesson. He's like, oh my god. God is real. Like, this is the thing, right? The Grinch is like a hardcore atheist who doesn't believe in Christmas God. But then he sees Christmas God for real, and he's like, I must bow down in worship to Christmas. His heart grows three sizes through the power of Christmas, which must not be safe. His heart is growing at an unsustainable rate. And it also goes from being an internal thing to looking very much external. Yeah. So, like, I think from prolonged exposure on Mount Crumpet to the Christmas God has actually, like... Damage like the Grinch in it's some also way. Shaped like a love heart, like that's not healthy. Now, <laughs> I will say, learning a Christmas lesson highly remakeable. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's like the number one remakeable point of this movie. I also gave it delightfulness B plus. That was before I knew it was a cult ritual. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. I I gave the delightfulness S plus before they conjured a god when they were just like coming out and singing a song. I was like, oh, that's nice. They yeah. Christmas. yeah, yeah, yeah. Then they definitely did conjure a god. Anyway, so through the power of Christmas God, the Grinch gains super human powers he is definitely canonically a dozen times as strong as he was before it is yeah. the fact that he is as powerful as 10 trenches plus two it literally says like he discovers the true meaning of christmas once he understands that he is able to lift the sleigh <laughs> yeah. like 
Specifically, he believes in the Christmas God and he becomes more powerful than any mortal man. Yeah, so he picks the sleigh up over his head and he puts it down and he rides it back down into town and he's like, guess what? I believe in your God now. And he just distributes all of their yeah. presents to them and like... I was getting a little over the nonsense rhymes at this point, where it's like, who came down and distributed their jubblers and drooblers and gabblers and booblers? But, but even, like, earlier, like, with the song they sing for, like, Christmas is here, like, they're literally kind of like, KZ, Laze, Keezy, Aha, Christmas is here. Like, literally, it's like, half the song is just nonsense words, and the rest is like, Christmas came... Christmas is here. Welcome Christmas. Do you Welcome think, Christmas. Do you think Dr. Seuss just fucking pushed this out in an afternoon? Because there is not a lot of Maybe consideration. Maybe it's not even Dr. Seuss. Like, Mr. Grinch isn't Dr. Seuss, is it? What are you talking about? Maybe they had a music guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you mean the person who wrote the I song? It yeah. definitely says songs by Dr. Seuss right okay. on top. Mm, well. Grace. Now you look the Christmas fool. Yeah. No. How's that, huh? We made Grace a Christmas fool. Okay, so the Grinch has had a change of heart, and he goes to the Christmas feast. He brings out this now, like, just been rolling around in the back of his sleigh all night roast beast. Yeah. And feeds it. Maybe, actually, <laughs> the Grinch looks upon the true face of the Christmas god, and knowing that the only way to kill it is to kill the entire town, returns with a rotten roast beast, and does the carving himself, yeah. feeding it to everyone. So he definitely... Okay. everyone, or is it just yes. Max? He definitely... No, he definitely gives it to Cindy Lou Who. He carves off a slice of roast beast to oh, give yeah. to the Christmas child. The one at the centre of it all. The but, antagonist. But she's too powerful, and she gives it she to Max. She knows too much. Double cross. It's the departed. It's like oh he's trying God. to kill Cindy Lou. Cindy uh, Lou kills Max. No. Yeah. And then the whole town turns on the Grinch. Wow. Well, we don't see this. This must be coming in the sequel. Christmas Double Cross? Yeah. Highly remakeable. <laughs> Now, you say the sequel, and this might be a bit of trivia that I'm jumping in on. Are you aware that there were sequels to this movie that were made? There was a prequel. I think there might have been a sequel as well. Yeah, I guess Dr. Seuss needed to fill up the cocaine bucket every now and again. That's what I mean. Ric Flair was greedy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, see, now the problem is if you Google the Grinch, you just get the 2018 movie. Yeah. Is that a problem, though? Yes. (laughs) We normally cut out this uh, stuff. From from the mix, I know, get the most we're all just like looking down, and right, fucked up collection breather. of tabs open when we do this show. <laughs> the ghost in the invisible bikini. Definitely, yeah. we are gonna have to watch that one. I think we will at some point. That bikini is very visible. Yeah, that's true. No, it's part of the poster. Ah, <gasps> sneaky, spooky. <laughs> okay, shall we have a post show wrap up? Shall we do that? I, I think, think that's yeah. I think yeah, that's a sensible sequels. thing. Okay, a TV. So sorry, sequels. A television special called Halloween is Grinch Night. Okay. No, that's the sequel. That's the sequel? Yep. Right. Prequel? The prequel, rather. Yes. Um, A leader cartoon, The Grinch Grinches the Cat in the Hat. (laughs) A crossover! (laughs) Alternatively titled, The Cat in the Hat Gets Grinched. So they're coming back hard with, like, the Grinch. The Grinch being a verb, yeah, Yeah. for sure. Well, it definitely became a noun, right? Everyone's... Uh, you know, yeah, one of my co-workers yeah. today described himself as a real Grinch. And I was oh. like, oh, if only you knew yeah. what I'm doing tonight. <laughs> Change the world. Yeah. <laughs> Change the world, yeah. Dr. Seuss and the really Grinch. Did. All right. Really did. It's post-show wrap time, ladies and gentlemen. I think we got to pick our MVPs and LVPs. Who we all got for yeah. MVP? I had Max. Max! Max is all I had. Yeah. Is there anyone who more truly embodies the spirit of both Christmas and the working class? <laughs> <laughs> like, potentially the little... Uh, Matryoshka doll people. Oh yeah, I definitely nominated oh, yeah. them as well. But I do think 
Max is like he puts in more work. Yeah, he does. Okay, okay, yeah. So LVPs, I've got the animator who animated the Grinch's folding head. Yeah, and I do have the Grinch himself for breaking into the children's bedroom. Who have you both got? I kind of think I want to throw an LVP to Cindy Lou for killing Max with poison. That is true. I mean, if Max is your MVP and Cindy Lou definitely does assassinate Max, political assassination. Because keeping in mind, like the film definitely says that she is not even two years old. And yet she's 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 walking, talking, she's handing roast beast to like That's unnatural. That's unnatural. She's definitely been imbued with the power of the Christmas Elder God. And she's using it for... His dark whims. Well, she's yeah. faked her age yeah. for her own maniacal the purposes. Act, the actor playing Cindy Lou yeah. faked her age. <laughs> the actor was like, I'm not even two years I'm old. I'm not even two yet. Let me in on a movie. Yeah. In order to fulfill Christmas's dark whims? Uh, who knows? I don't know. There's, There's a joke there. There's yeah. something there. Yeah. Usually we'd riff on it yeah. and then we'd edit it until it was funny. <laughs> no, don't tell him! There's no way to do that now. So we're just going to really show you how the how the Christmas cookie gets made, as it yeah, were. Yeah, yeah. What do you think of that one? Pretty good? Yeah. I love... Hey, what do you want to recommend this? the cookie ah, crumbles. Oh, oh. Are those Christmas treats gluten-free, Gracie? No, they're not. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Who needs enemies? Am I right? Yeah. <laughs> How cruel! Yeah. Well, I was gonna do them gluten free, but I didn't have any them, them You gone. bring them in my living room and you fucking just chew them just, in front of me. Yeah, leaving poisonous crumbs everywhere. <laughs> yeah, you're the Cindy Lou Who of my household, trying to poison me with poison crumbs. <laughs> anyway, now that we've done MVP and LVPs, I might. Dive on in with a new little segment. Oh, yeah. Because, like, obviously, we normally dive into trivia here, which would be very fun, mm-hmm. but I want to have the opportunity to, like, dive roll out of this if this is a bag segment, mm-hmm. um, and then we can end on trivia or something fun. <laughs> Ordinarily, we would just cut it, but we can't really. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. So, in doing a little bit of research uh-huh. for the films today, like I normally do. Yep. It's good knob. Premium knob. Yeah, premium knob. Um, Jeez, you I- demolished that. Look at this. <laughs> well, it's got approximately ten millimeters of bourbon in it. Ten milliliters of bourbon in it, so I'm not too worried about it. Yeah, um, there's some rum in there too. Though. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> um, yeah, I definitely came across um, reviews on Google. <laughs> now, something I've never actually really thought about before, but mm-hmm. of course, not only will Google compile reviews from all the big guys and gals out there that are reviewing the films, but they'll also allow people to submit, like, the real, the audiences at home, the people that are doing the hard yards, the salt of going the earth, to the cinema, oh, right. buying it on Blu-ray, supporting the industry, yeah, yeah. Yeah. gives them a chance. Now, I'll be honest, I've done a quick one from uh, 66, from 2000, and from 2018. I'm going to burn through them real quick. The reviews. Can we guess which is which? I think um, it'll probably be too obvious. It might be a bit too obvious. <laughs> so we do start with 66. Okay. Are you going to read us a review for the 1966 game? I've got three little reviews okay, according okay. to Google. Burn them. Burn them down. Number one, from LaQuinton G. This movie yeah. is so good, it could be your wife. <laughs> is that the whole thing? <laughs> the reviews for 1966 are particularly short. And it will actually come in contrast to the other films. It Second could one. be you are wife. Where were they submitting these reviews? Google. In like, no. <laughs> it's a contemporary review. Oh. <laughs> it was back, back when Google was just a big whiteboard. Yeah, people were in Sergey Brin's garage. <laughs> it was a post-it board. <laughs> no, I thought it was reviews for the 1966 yeah. Grinch. 
from that time. <laughs> no, no, no. no, I imagine these are all largely contemporary within the last like 10, 15 years. Okay. Bring it. it on, Jackson. Bring it. it on. Second one for 1966, going real quick. Vaddy Vaporwave, love the name. I'm going to say the last name because I assume it's not the real one. Um, me likey, very nice. <laughs> 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 hey, I agree. I yeah, stand by yeah. that. And then one from, one from Grace R. Um, why? Why, why, why? <laughs> she must have uncovered the secret exactly. of the Christmas calls. Exactly. I was very yeah. upset. Okay. Um, so, so a disparate series of opinions. Oh yes. A guy who wants to marry the movie. <laughs> Someone okay. who likes no, you very yeah. much. Okay, come on. Right. We're going to Okay, Grinch 2000. Jim okay. Carrey. We all know. We now, all know. was we it called it. Grinch 2000? Because if not... <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, it, was, Grinch, it was right? really stealing Fantasia's just <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Right. This movie, even though it has a lot of flaws... <laughs> Like the who's looking, uh, and the Grinch can sometimes be annoying. (laughs) (laughs) The Grinch can sometimes be annoying. Even though the original was more heartwarming. I end up watching this film every damn year. I detested the Lorax from Illumination. I got nightmares from Michael Myers, the cat in the hat. But this film, this film is something I kind of enjoy, despite the flaws for some reason. I keep on watching more than the original. I understand the hate. I understand the love this film is. Not the greatest film I've seen, but not the worst either. And it's probably going to be something I keep on watching for some reason around late November to December. Do I recommend this? The answer is... It's a film that is one of the most watchable Christmas films in history. So I'll just say... This is a guilty pleasure. <laughs> this person is so invested in the importance of this review. Like, they're, like, so concerned with being too harsh or too praising of I the think movie. they hit it on the head. Yeah, I mean, look, it's such a flip-floppy yeah. review. And they're like, yeah. yeah, I like it, but it's kind of bad, but I do like it. Now, there's a third approach, a, 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 a different approach for this last review. Okay. For the 2018 film this that's is for just the come out. Okay, so, okay, like, okay. hot okay. off the presses uh-huh. this year. Mm-hmm. Is it written by me? <laughs> As I was walking to my I car. hope not. Okay. okay. Um, <laughs> I think it was one of the best movies I've watched. And also the actress Cindy Lou. <laughs> but, honestly, I didn't like it. <laughs> it was incredibly overrated. I came into the theatre, readily blown away in laughter, but still shed a tear at this lovely remake of the touching classic. However, I was sadly displeased. <laughs> It had passable jokes, and I'll be honest, the most I did is chuckle at one of them. The movie was also incredibly predicting, and I was able to predict honestly nearly all of it. It also wasn't as funny or emotional as I was like. Roger Ebert over here! (laughs) Also, the movie was very rushed, and one second it started, the next one was over. (laughs) I did not feel that way! The 90 minute Grinch! The timing wasn't right. It made me think, why was this remade? You made a good story worse! However, there were some pros. The voice acting was perfect. And most of the voices fit the characters perfectly. Most of the characters added were funny and enjoyable. And the animation, all the animation! As an animation geek hoping to one day have a future in the animation industry. God, I loved it! Some of the best work I've seen Disney do. So overall, if you... Disney! (laughs) So overall, if you'd like to see The Grinch, go ahead. Just don't expect something that will blow you out of your seat. Grab your popcorn, soda, sit down and enjoy the sit down and enjoy the show. Or don't. Where are you, Chris? Was not in the movie at all. That kind of stung. <laughs> the overall film just couldn't compare. The Grinch isn't that mean, and everyone else has no problem tolerating him. It makes the overall plotline dull, and they really wasted Cumberbatch's talent. The jokes and gags had no effort behind them. Everything felt flat. 
The only positive note is how amazing everything looks and the attention to detail. The end. Okay, okay. I don't disagree with that man's criticism, or that person's criticism. It was uh, Jorge M. Was okay. the person that said I don't disagree that. with a lot of Jorge M.'s criticisms of that mm-hmm, movie, mm-hmm. but I feel like he does explicitly earlier in his review. When he's like, all, of, all of the acting is amazing. Amazing. <laughs> this is the best film I've ever seen. I just, no, like the first two lines. I think it was one of the best movies I've watched, and also the actress Cindy Lou. <laughs> But honestly, I didn't like it. <laughs> this, guy, this guy hates cinema. Yeah. He keeps watching and he hates okay. it every time. He's like, okay. It's just a joke review. Like, he's like, so look, nonsense. as a technical fucking like, perspective on the craft, this is one of the best okay. movies no, I've yeah. seen. I mean, this yeah. is a guy that clearly loves animation and wants to get into it one day. But he hates this movie. Uh, thank you, Jorge M, for giving me a Christmas gift of your wonderfully self-contradicting review. <laughs> Shall we dip into some trivia to bring us home, to yes. close yes, it out? Please. I love those reviews that you had there, Jackson. Okay, where are we? You guys got a vamp for me while I pull up the trivia. Oh, um... What do you think of this eggnog? What's in the eggnog. news today? Feeling pretty good, actually. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, Alton Brown, a bit of an adapted recipe, but shout out to... Um, there you go. Yeah, fuck if yeah. If you want to make it at home. Yeah, just use his recipe. It's just his okay. recipe. We All use right. some rum as well. As Here's some so. things. Here's some things. Okay. Here Dr. Seuss did write the lyrics to all the songs, so there you go. Not that in- not that funny, but kind of interesting. So kind of like they were like halfway through, and were like, can you just write some songs? And he was like... You're a mean one, yeah. Mr. Grinch. You're as banana peel with a all, greasy black skin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, all the big ones. Um, now, I will definitely say Dr. Seuss did dispute casting Boris Karloff for fear that he would make the Grinch too scary. <laughs> the Grinch, like, fucking Dr. Seuss wanted the Grinch to be more lovable. He would have loved the 2018 one <laughs> with that lovable Cumberbatch. Oh. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. Keep vamping. Yeah, we definitely. Need more time. In Do you want to um, try this delicious mince pie that I brought, Jackson? I would love to. Is this a prank? No. Okay. It's Me, filled with I garlic. Like, yeah. Oh, this is some sad <laughs> trivia. This film came out three days after Walt Disney died. Oh, it is Disney. This film is. I. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you think? Oh Jesus! Oh my God! This lends some. Maybe my uncle. If you're watching. Thank you. Go. This lends some credence to our theory that the Grinch definitely was doing, like, trying to bring down the Christmas god. Okay. Mm-hmm. For one split second after carving the roast beast, the Grinch's eyes flash red again <laughs> before turning to the little who girl who gives it to the dog. So he literally is like, I'm the Christmas Grinch. And then she sees death in his eyes. Yeah, she knows. And that's how she knows. Oh that's God. how she knows. Oh. Fucking, this is supported by the text. This Christmas God thing. Okay, I mean, all right, incredible movie. I cannot <laughs> fucking believe this. The lyrics to the song Fahu Faze were made to imitate classical Latin so people would believe they were Latin whilst actually being nonsense Thank words. You. It's nonsense words meant okay. to sound, to meant to so we sound kind of like Latin. Right, is wow, isn't that the greatest Christmas gift of all? <laughs> the fake Latin. <laughs> <laughs> you can just make it up. Yeah. Don't worry about learning Latin ever again. Oh, what a gift for oh, all the school geez. students out there. Yeah, not that I learn Latin, but... Well, with that heartwarming note where everyone was right, except for Dr. Seuss, who did make up the Latin, I think it's time for us to say farewell from all of us here at the Curio Network. Good Eve. Good, good Eve to gravy you. Gravy day Eve. Have, you. Yeah. have a very good gravy day. Make some gravy. Call 
your brother oh, yeah. Dan from we, prison. We did a whole Gravy Day thing in the first version of it. Oh no! Never but it's our Christmas Eve because Gravy Day, Paul Kelly, twenty one. It's Australian December. Christmas tomorrow. As, tomorrow is it's the true Australian thing. Christmas. Yeah. Just just Google it. You'll, you'll find out what we're talking we'll about. It out. Keep safe this holiday season and uh, take take care of yourselves and each other. And oh, your friends you... are curious. Yeah, yeah. Merry um, I'm just going to clear a path so um, Grace can run over and. Uh, I'm running. Off. But um, hey, if yeah, you enjoyed it, um, check us out. We've yeah. got other things. Uh, as always, I'm Christmas Ben. That's how I end every podcast. Christmas Ben. Yeah. At any time of year. I'm real Santa Claus. And I'm Grace. <laughs> Good night, everyone. Still Interested is a production of the Curio Network and hosted by Ben McAllister and Jackson Usid. We are produced by me, Grace Chapel. Editing by Jackson Usid. Theme music is Anitra's Dance, composed by Edward Grieg. You can follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Curio Network and at SI Curio Show. We'd love to hear from you if you've got thoughts about the show, so find us on Facebook or Twitter. If you like the show, think about giving us a rate and review on iTunes or wherever you listen. It actually is really helpful. We've got other content on Curio, such as Odds and Ends, where I talk with people about the mementos they've kept and the stories behind them. Or How to Win Loot and Influence Dragons, where we play D&D. Seriously, it's a lot of fun. Check it all out at curionetwork.com. We'll see you in two weeks. <laughs>